Hey everyone and welcome to another edition of the Jim and the King NFL Podcast. I'm Jim, sitting to my left is Punk Raider and Philly Sai, sitting to my right is the King and we're here to talk about the NFL. What up boys? Good evening. Howdy. Hello, you alright? Yeah, <laughs> one, two, three. How are we doing? Uh, yeah, it's the countdown to 100. This is podcast number 99 for those that are counting, so... Ooh. Next week's a big one. I don't know what we're going to do, but... Uh, Maybe wear hats or something, just to mark the occasion. I'm wearing a suit today, so I don't know how much more formal I can get. <laughs> get more formal. <laughs> um, so yeah, we've got loads to talk about. Obviously, it was the divisional round uh, last weekend. Some teams turned up, some didn't. And we're also then going to be focusing on the championship games. Before we do that, though, boys, we're going to have to talk about the news. And news happens every day of the week. And of course, as soon as we finish recording the podcast, Cliff Kingsbury was announced as the new head coach in Arizona. Who? The former Tex Tech head coach and USC OC for all of 43 days, Punk, is now the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. Athletic director Lynn Swan had blocked initial request to speak to Kingsbury from the NFL, but they um, relented. And after a quick chat with the Jets, Kingsbury was off to Arizona uh, and is now charged with getting some production out of Josh Rosen. So the ex-Steeler tried to stop him from getting a job? Did, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Kingsbury's, uh, he's handled quite a few uh, young QB names in his college coaching career. Your guy, your guy. Patrick Mahomes. Basically. Johnny Manziel, your guy. I don't think he is my guy. <laughs> <laughs> Case Keenum, at, well, Baker Mayfield, that could be your guy. Then. Baker Mayfield, yeah. yeah. Uh, since he started calling plays in 2011, his teams have averaged 550 yards and 42 points per game. Mm. So no surprise there that he's been tapped up. Yeah. What do we think then, boys? Cliff Kingsbury, when he's not uh, pretending to be Ryan Gosling. When he's not. So he's the one that looks like Ryan Gosling. Yes. <laughs> he, does, he does look like Ryan Gosling, and that's not a bad thing, because I'd like to look like him. Yeah, they're worth people to like, look like. I look like Jack Black, which is... You look like Baker Mayfield, to be fair. Yeah, I do, yeah. Or yeah, does he look like handsome. you? Yeah, I'm older. You're older than him, so... I'm older than him, yeah. Yeah. I'm older than him. That's the way it I'm is. I'm old now. enough to be his daddy. I'm not. No, I'm not. There was a bit of controversy, the fact that he'd just taken the offensive coordinator job at USC, and then, like I said, within 42 days, he's now a head coach in the NFL. Yeah, but an OC role, if it's a head coaching role, there might have been some debate, but an OC yeah. role for a college versus a head coach role for an NFL team. I mean, he was head coach at Texas Tech for five years. Yeah, yeah, but Texas so. Tech are not in the same league as far as college no. football goes as USC, so I understand then moving down to, to OC, but I don't know why anyone can chastise him for... Deciding to leave for a head coaching NFL role. Mm. And if USC really didn't want him to leave, then they should have chucked something in his contract. Well, yeah. <laughs> Sucks to be USC, I suppose. Yeah, if, well. if he's good. Yeah. yeah. But we've seen, we've seen guys like him who've come from like real high-powered offences before. Mm. Um, and the names completely escaped me. <laughs> the guy who went to the Philadelphia Eagles. Chip Kelly. We've yeah. seen Chip Kelly do... You know, come in, did did you know reasonably well in his first couple of seasons? Real high tempo, high tempo offense. Well, they gave him the GM job as well, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. And all he did was trade for every player that had ever played at Oregon. <laughs> yeah, turned away Nick Foles. Yeah, yeah, and then realised that it's a com- completely different ball game. This is what I'm saying. Yeah. So I think yeah, yeah. we've seen it happen and actually have success initially, but then ultimately you get found out it's a very different game. Nick so. Saban as well. So more success in college than NFL. Yeah, but yeah. he he only had real short stints, didn't mm. he? And he also he has, has an NFL team playing in college. Yeah. Um, so that does make things quite easy. 
Does make it a bit easier, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. best of luck to Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah, anyway. I hope he does well because yeah. I like seeing these young guys from college. I don't know why they get, don't go to college more often. I like his name, Kingsbury. Yeah, Kingsbury. I like the look of him. I think, I think that's good. Kingsbury with a K and looking like <laughs> a Gosling. He's got it made, hasn't he? Yes. Yeah. Uh, so next up then was Adam Gase. Uh, Gase has his eyes on the familiar prize. What, Mad- Mad- East title. <laughs> what Mad Eye Moody? Yeah, now with the Jets. <laughs> In his three seasons with the Dolphins, Gase went ten and six, six and ten, seven and nine. Uh, a case of corneering yet so far. Uh, now he has Ooh. to look over Sam Darnold as his new pupil. Ooh. Gase raises some eyebrows. They get worse. This oh, Iris offensive play calling. Uh, what do we think about this new vision for the Jets? I think it's a bit wired. Yeah. Oh, you saw his press conference as well. Didn't I, you? I may have sneakily seen a, a frame or two. Uh, <laughs> You know, a little bit of Scarface going on there, maybe. Gun face. Um, <laughs> he's. I don't, I don't know. Let's go from there. Um, <laughs> I, I like, uh, despite the the, the just the polarity with yeah. regards to the the. You need to watch the video. It's, it's too good. <laughs> um, he. Um, We've got links from our Twitter. I like him. King. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> he. Um, I like the hire. He did. He did the business with Tannehill turned him into what looked like a franchise quarterback when healthy yep um, you know and, and to bring him in when with a young quarterback like Darnold who showed promise this year I think that that's I like that as a high for him and well, they've been decisive I like the fact they've gone and just got him I think we've said before haven't we the Jets have got a few pieces on offence 100% um, it's really defence where they need to do some work mm-hmm. but if he if he can get Darnold firing and um, the receivers all on the same page as well. Yeah. Then yeah, I think it's a good hire. Now, how long is he going to get? I don't know. It's the Jets, but they seem to be a bit, you know, <laughs> here, there, and everywhere with their coaches. But I'm sure, you know, he'll get a chance to to make a make a change and and actually hopefully push that team forward a bit so we can actually maybe possibly get someone challenging the Patriots I don't know if this hire is about them winning games necessarily at the moment I think that he'll be given uh, the leash will get longer and longer the better that Donald looks if he yeah. starts throwing 30 to touchdowns to 15 interceptions next year all of a sudden you're it, the it, thing it, is I, th- safe. I think you can look at the Jets next year as kind of the Browns were this year depending on what they do on free agency I mean I'm not quite sure how much cap space they've got but they've got quite a bit if they go out and pick up three or four really good free agents then you could see them have a turnaround like the Browns did yeah I don't like I don't like the D-line actually but the I know we're talking like the O-line it does need addressing but I think they just need one piece you look at Nelson, what Nelson's done as an addition with the Colts yeah. this year suddenly created a unit that, that had the least sacks in the league so I don't necessarily think you need all the all pros that the Cowboys have got to have an an effective unit. Um, but D line, they need pieces. Like there is a there is, I think there's a larger gap between the elite guys on the D line than there is on the O line. You look at people like, um, you know, JJ Watt, Bosa, Aaron Donald. They stand out. Um, you know, whereas I know it's not as f- fun to look at the O lines, but you can plug and play some people, and they can be effective. Agreed. Yeah, there's also a decent O line coach just come up on the market as well. Who's the, that? The Colts O-line coach whose name has escaped me. <laughs> uh, then I don't Na- believe you, naturally. Simon. <laughs> We're all doing this, yeah. yeah. No one can remember coaches' names. Yeah. Especially <laughs> O-line coaches. I'm yeah, no, I, know. Well, I, I only noticed it because it was surprising with what he's done with their O-line this season that they've then let him go. Mm. Does that mean that he's on the is potentially looking at other jobs? Uh, maybe. maybe. It, Defensive? It, it wasn't clear. Stay in your lane, offensive line coach. Yeah. <laughs> 
Let's move on with the merry-go-round. So next up, Freddie Kitchens was promoted from offensive coordinator to head coach in Cleveland. Uh, sounds like Baker got the swing vote in securing Kitchens a position next season with the team. Greg Williams is out after filling in as the interim head coach following the unceremonious ousting of both Hugh Jackson and Todd Haley mid-season for the Browns. Uh, Steve Wilkes is the new defensive coordinator in Cleveland. Todd Munkin, who was the OC for the Bucks for the past three years, is the new offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. What do we think, guys? Another clear out in Cleveland, but um, Kitchens definitely had a, a way with Baker. If that's what they've done it for, then it's great. But if if you've got your head coach with such a good relationship with your quarterback, and he is obviously an offensive-minded coach, yes. why are you bringing in Tampa Bay's offensive coordinator? Because Kitchens now needs to be the head coach and not also the play caller on offense. Well, I don't know. Does he? Well, how or, or are we going to get four games in next year and we're going to sack the offensive sure, coordinator and he's going to take the, take the plays again? Successful. Well, if I asked you who was calling the offensive plays in Tampa for the last three years, who would you have said? Well, no one, because I saw... Probably Warren Sapp, to be honest, <laughs> but... <laughs> Ouch. I think Dirk Cutter was being the person taking the offensive snaps in Tampa rather than Todd Munkin, so... You know, I don't think it's that big a deal, to be honest. Kitchens can obviously step in and... Yeah, it just seems just seems a little bit strange that that you take an offensive coordinator. I mean, all right, Tampa have got you know a half decent offense. They've got some pieces there, mm-hmm. so he hasn't done a bad job there. But it it just seems a bit weird to me. I, I think the whole thing's a bit weird. They've they've made a raft of changes in the coaching department and actually had a really good season. I know, yeah. I know, I know they needed <laughs> after to, they got rid of yeah. Half of the, no, I understand, the I understand that, but one or two but that's quite a number of changes they've made in one hit which seems a bit strange to me yeah they used to it in Cleveland yeah. well yeah <laughs> they revolving door at coach but it does seem I don't know about you King but it does seem that they are getting better people into the building now and they've kind of wafted out the Hugh Jackson stench that was there you know I just like I like that it's a bit more refreshing it's a bit more youthful mm. you know you look at again going back to there's, there is similarities between what the Rams had uh, with regards to talent and a young quarterback to what the Browns have got now. They've got a talented defensive line. They've got talent in the back end. They've got cap room to play with. They're starting to attract free agents because despite the fact it's Cleveland, they've got players around them that are attractive by name. You know, you've got receivers that will, don't get me wrong, will hold you accountable, but aren't divas. Um, you know, so I think from that perspective, they, you know, it's a place where people could go and they could all of a sudden have this all-star team that the Rams have got. Um, so I like the fact they're also going similar with the with the coaching staff. Get, yeah. get youth in, get someone who's who's good with quarterbacks, who's who's creative on offense, um, and then your defense. You know, you've got like they're so stacked there that they're they're always going to perform. Well, not always going to perform, but you know, they're always going to be in games because their defense will hold teams to to lesser points. So. I, think, I like what they're doing. I think the only concern there is that is it a cohesive unit as well? So if, where where are all these parts coming from? Are they are they like kitchens? Are they all his guys, or are they just people that they're they're putting together? Well, I think we'd all agree that Steve Wilkes had a bit of a, a rough go in Arizona yeah. and didn't get a fair shake. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think it's, it's good, good to see he's moved him, across. Yeah. Gives him a chance to yeah to show himself again. Hopefully, he gets another chance at head coach because uh, yeah, another person has been given the head coaching chance. The long-time NFL defensive coordinator Vic Fangio finally breaking his head coaching cherry with the extremely stable Denver Broncos. (laughs) After posting their first back-to-back losing season record since the early 70s, 
Fangio is stepping in to bring that Bears defensive philosophy to the Broncos. Fangio did apply for the Bears head coaching job last year, but was passed up for Matt Nagy, so clearly he felt ready to give it a shot at 60 years of age. What do you reckon, guys? Good move for the Broncos? I've said all along, the Broncos need an offensive mind, not a defensive mind. Their defence takes care of itself. Their defence is not the problem. Mm. So bringing in a defensive-minded head coach, is that just meaning that Elway's got his fingers in all the pies of the offence? Or, <laughs> what? you know, who's who's actually going to put, put this offence back together again? Well, well, Dave's theory was that the reason why they were going to go for a defensive head coach was because they already had a, an offensive coordinator in place. Gary, Gary Kubiak. Kubiak. And obviously, he's now turned up and said, not so interested anymore. So He's over at the Vikings now. Yeah. So I think I could, I could see where, where that point comes from, but it's quite funny now that it's completely turned well, around. <laughs> a, a Dave prediction didn't come off. Yeah. Is that what you're yeah, saying? Yeah. You know, that make, you know that makes me happy. <laughs> I just think that that was the wrong way around to go. If that theory was the case, I... I haven't done much research on the Broncos so I didn't know if they had bought one but mm. I've never heard of an offensive coordinator being solid and then bringing in a coach off the back, head coach off the back of it especially an ex-head coach as the offensive Absolutely. coordinator it just felt so weird it's so, madness yeah, yeah it's so. utter madness I just, I just think if someone's I, I like the fact he's been given a chance don't get me wrong because you know he's, he's he's had his you know he's had his time he's, he's got the experience but mm. I'm with I'm with Punk I don't I think they should have gone offensive um, and I also think if you're 60 and you've not never been a head coach, like, is there, <laughs> is there a reason? Is there yeah. a reason for that? What, what's wrong with you? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, he's been yeah, in other organisations that could have promoted him internally, yeah, which yeah. a lot of teams do. Look what the Browns have just done. Yeah. You know, why has he not been promoted? So I'm, I'm just conscious of that. Hmm. Maybe, it, maybe it's a situational thing, and and he's, he's now in the right place. But I don't know. I think that is a question mark for me. For me, that's very much a wait and see. Yeah. Uh, it it could all go terribly right. It could also go horribly wrong, and he'll be out of a job by week eight. Well, they're kind of similar philosophies, aren't they? The Broncos and the Bears. It's just shut everyone down on defense and ground and pound it with a, an average quarterback as well, you know. So, and that's not going to change, no matter right. how much Elway wants it to. That with the the players he's got and with the people he's bringing in, that's going to be the style of the Broncos for the next few years. Mm, mm. Uh, last news then on the head coach in Merry-Go-Round. Dirk Cutter is back in Atlanta. Cutter's returned to his old OC job in Atlanta following a largely <laughs> underwhelming stint as the head coach in Tampa. Cutter's going back to play call for Matt Ryan again. He held the job from 2012 to 2014. He was a pro bowler then, so... Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Julio Jones in the prime, doing that, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I, I think he's... Brody White might have even been there at that point. <laughs> yeah, he was, yeah. Tony Gonzalez. Just about. Mohamed Sanu's. Yeah, basically they're but, loaded. Yeah, I think it's just going back somewhere where he's known, where he's safe. You know, <laughs> rebuild again. It's yeah. a safe space. Re- re- like a hedgehog. Reset, <laughs> reset his reputation. Yeah. Go from there. Well, I think yeah. Ryan actually quietly had a really good season this year. Mm. Um, but it's, the team just weren't, you know, they weren't firing on all cylinders. So I think that actually... And they had ridiculous amounts of injuries on defense yeah. as well, which is was half the problem with them this year. Was yeah, they couldn't. They, they they were just about fielding eleven guys. Yeah, you know, it, I mean, they literally were down to bare bones some some games. Yeah, and you think you know their Super Bowl run, they were reliant on people. You know, uh, Vic Beasley led the league in sacks, but he's an undersized, not particularly quick 
outside linebacker. Yeah. That was an anomaly. I don't think he's ever going to get above 15 no. sacks again. So no. I think, you know, they, they just completely outperformed themselves that season. And whereas Matt Ryan, despite the fact sometimes he's a little bit vanilla, um, you know, and he, he, he doesn't consistent. he doesn't perform in, in the playoffs like people expect him to, besides no. that one run. Um, he's great. In the, he, he, he's one of the better quarterbacks in the league when it comes to regular season performances. And he's done that for nearly 10 years. Yeah. Um, so to get someone he feels comfortable with, I understand why they've done that, and I I don't mind it. Yeah. Sometimes the devil, you know. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Makes yeah, sense. Definitely. Yep. Okay, boys. It's time for us to move away from the news and talk about the results of the divisional round. It's going to be difficult for some of you to talk about this. Uh, <laughs> we're going to start. Gonna start with a neutralish one. That was the Indianapolis Colts at the Kansas City Chiefs. It's not neutral. That's your team. It's <laughs> <laughs> not my team. I'm a Steeler fan. Uh, although I was referred to as what was it? Oh yeah, I was referred to as a homosexual yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't disagree with that statement. <laughs> well, neither will I. Let's get that tattoo. Neither will I. You? Yeah. Well, if he wins the Super Bowl this year. Uh, oh hello. Oh, hello. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs whooped I think we can call that whooped the Indianapolis Colts 31 points to 13 an hour ahead on Saturday evening uh, I think the tail of the tape was the, the first half really the first four possessions for the Colts were three and outs their only touchdown in the first half was a defensive score on a blocked punt on Dustin Colquitt mm-hmm. what do we think guys where'd this go so right and wrong for the Chiefs and Colts respectively well, before we say anything else, Travis Kelsey is the best tight end in football. <laughs> <laughs> he or, just is. Him or Ertz? No, he just is. Kelsey Kelsey is above Ertz. I'm I, sorry, I, but... I can't, I can't really <laughs> argue, but I think Ertz is definitely in that conversation. Yeah. yeah or Antonio I, I Gates. Did, did anyone say they weren't in the conversation? I mean, you know. Antonio Gates, maybe. Antonio. We'll talk about him as well. <laughs> Antonio oh, Gates, 2004. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's still doing it. He's yeah, still doing it. Doing bits. Uh, Travis Kelsey, 108 yards. Okay, anything else you want to say about the game? <laughs> Just Travis no, Kelsey. that's it, Travis a Kelsey. Lot it, a lot of it was yak, though, wasn't it, as well? That was what was so impressive. Yeah. They're Ooh, actually they're exactly. doing tight end screens. Like, not many teams can do that because they don't have a tight end that's as athletic as he is. Defensively, the Colts played a cover two zone, and you just can't do that against the Chiefs. They will just pick you apart. Yeah. Because, you know, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, they're just going to find the holes in the zone every single time. And as, as we've seen... All season long, Mahomes has got the technique and ability to get the ball there. And they've got a guy in their mid, his mid twenties, who's a, who was previously a top ten pick, at wide receiver. Yeah. Who no one talks about. You know, Watkins just goes. Yeah. It just, you know, actually, he's a th- he was a thousand yard receiver at, bu- at Buffalo. Yeah. Like the yeah. guy is talented. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He just doesn't get thrown the ball anymore because he's, he's and they the do, third or fourth choice. They there. do play better when Watkins is in there because mm. the defense is obviously are having to keep an eye on it. Mm. And it allows someone like Tyreek Hill, who is the quickest guy in the league, mm-hmm. to he ripped off seventy two yards on in the air, uh, another thirty six yard end around uh, touchdown mm-hmm. in the first half. Just that was just ridiculous. When you see him go at full speed, it's, it mm. just oh, shows the difference yeah, between a normal ridiculous. NFL player. I mean, and he is literally an Olympic sprinter. It's so yeah, yeah. He is an Olympic sprinter. I don't normally like people like 
you know, showboating and stuff. Yeah. Especially if you're losing, that really, really annoys me. But well, that, yeah, we all agree. On I that. mean, the Colts didn't turn up. Let's be honest. But I mean, the one thing that really surprised me more than anything was quite how well the Chiefs D played. Yeah. Because yeah. all season they've been maligned. Mm, yeah, not great. No, definitely not ain't, great. They're getting old. That team's getting old. <laughs> That's experience. <laughs> no. <laughs> not <laughs> but they really stepped up I mean they did they they were giving luck nightmares uh, D Ford was playing from the outside and virtually every single down he was he was getting a hit in the backfield he mm-hmm. was at least putting the pressure on mm-hmm. I think it's the best game I've seen him play all season to be honest I mean when he wasn't hitting luck he was swallowing Marlon Mack as yeah. well before he had the chance to get through the O-line well Mack ended up injured didn't he so Nine carries for 46 yards, and that was one of the big offensive pieces going into the game for the Colts. So they needed to get Mac moving against what was supposedly a very weak uh, run defense. Yeah, and we got to mention Chris Jones. I mean, mm-hmm. there was there was one of the big matchups there. Chris Jones against Quentin Nelson, who we all love as a rookie mm-hmm. uh, guard in the league, but Chris Jones had his way with him. He pushed him back so many times mm-hmm. into into Andrew Luck. Mm-hmm. It was just frightening, and passed three passes defended as well. And that's that's the best offensive line in the league this season. Yeah. So you know they're except, no slouches. The they know what they're doing. That, so that was the big surprise for me. That 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 their O line was just didn't turn up. Or, well, I think, it turned or, up. I, I, I think I, they were outplayed. I think, yeah, I think maybe, the Chiefs well, yeah, just completely some outplayed on the, on the Chiefs' name. Come on. They, um, sorry, Chiefs number one fan. <laughs> I think they, Chiefs are more fan. <laughs> I think they just played as a unit, the Chiefs, defensively, up mm. front especially, because you've got players like Houston who, you know, three or four years ago was was in the conversation for one of the best pass rushers in the league, but now he's he's he is getting on yeah. and he has had injuries, um, yeah. so he sort of so, shows flashes. Whereas this is the first time I've seen him this season put everything together. D Ford is always very consistent, but doesn't have great numbers. Um, whereas this time he just he he was just so disruptive. And Eric Berry's um, getting back into the, yeah, the team um, as well now. Even he's not the same player he was, but he um, he's still very effective. He's yeah. very he's a very good player. Don't get me wrong, but it's it's his leadership he brings to the table. He seems to you know unify that team. Um, and you know they were coming downhill. Anytime there was you know a quick wide receiver screen or or you know even just any type of screen inside to the running back, they were. You know, it's like it. It was. I know it's called downhill, but it looked like the pace they were going at. I've not yeah. seen them play that fast this season. <laughs> no, it looked like they were no, actually it was, running downhill. It looked like a completely different defense. Yeah. to be fair, and and luck. You know, the, the, this obvious again. Besides T. Y. Hilton, who is five foot ten, they don't have an elite guy he can no. just throw it up to. So no. he has to stay in the pocket longer so that people become open. The other problem the Colts were having was, I mean, you're saying about. T.Y. Hilton mm. and, and his lack of height none of the receivers even Hilton were getting any separation from the DBs at yeah, all yeah. I, every time Luck put it there it was a 50-50 ball yeah yeah so yeah. you know f- fair play to the Chiefs I suppose mm. you could tell just... they were, you could tell that defence was up for it there were going to be no shortage of bulletin board material to go up because all through last week everyone was talking about every team apart from the Chiefs in the AFC because well, talk... everyone said oh it's the defence is going to let them down can we talk about the fact that Kareem Hunt's not playing as well? <laughs> yeah, well, we didn't notice, yeah, it, did you? Well, it's, it, uh, it is incredible well, that they've still managed to have an incredible run game. Yeah. And, and that he's not about. Without a top five well, it's rusher. the scheme, isn't it? Damien Williams is a good running back. Mm. He did 129 yards on 25 carries and a touchdown. Yeah, yeah. But he's not Kareem Hunt. Mm. No. 
but he's still very good. He, oh, had, yeah, yeah, he was yeah. good in Miami. He just didn't really get a chance. And no, so true. He's true. come here as the third choice back, basically. Mm. He's worked his way through, and he deserves all the plaudits he should be getting right now. Yeah, and I know you want to talk about him, and I want to talk about <laughs> him. So, Mahomes sure. is... Yeah. Like I've been to be honest, I've been riding it for a while. Like I think he's he is amazing. Mm. But I didn't as I said last week, I didn't know how he'd be in the in the, in playoffs. the playoffs. Yeah. And and he was incredibly poised besides a cup he needs to stop changing hands and throwing it left hand yeah, yeah. that will as, come back to haunt him as at some point it's, it's the one time yeah, he yeah. did it against Denver like it's going to be a problem at some point because yeah. their pick six is waiting to happen mm. um, especially in your own third but besides that stu- that was a rookie play yeah he was um, he's just fantastic and his arm is crazy yeah it's to sidearm throw it, you're expecting it just a daisy cutter across the ground, across aren't you? The, but... His cross-body throws aren't an issue. Every no. other quarterback don't throw across your body because you lose velocity. His, they look like baseball pitches. Well, he mm. did the no-look throw again as well, yeah, yeah. didn't he? He's unbel- yeah. He is unbelievable. Well, that boy's money. Come on. Oh, yeah, big time. I think. Well, you... I don't think anyone disagrees, though, really. Well, look well, at well, I don't know about Punk. He, he seems ready to go. <laughs> I like it because he's in the Exactly. Uh, yeah. It wasn't the Chiefs. Mm. Yeah, put him on any team other than the Chiefs, and yeah, okay. But yeah, I'm not going to get that excited Patriots. about him. To be honest. well, even if he was at the Patriots, at the I'd Patriots, prefer you're it. Joking, you know? What's I mean, hilarious? He wouldn't start for the Patriots yet. Yeah, they, they, oh, well, I don't think. He'd do you do think do. how good he'd be? If, imagine if he'd sat two years. <laughs> he doesn't need to sit two years. Well, I know he the doesn't need to. Really... Can you imagine how good he'd be? He'd be Rogers all over again. <laughs> He um yeah he's fantastic. I, lo- I just love watching him play. I know he plays in division, this. and I'm a Chargers fan. He is exciting to he watch. Is, he I is mean, so fun on. to watch. Yeah, he didn't even need to throw a touchdown this week. He ran one in, mm. and four touchdowns. Um, the game was out of sight by half time. Mm-hmm. He's just so. sort that mustache out there. That's the one thing I really don't like about him. <laughs> it's too thin. It's too Spanish thin. Tash. You look like it. So Spanish tash. <laughs> so there we go. The Chiefs move on. Stay at home, obviously, for the championship game. Anything else want, want to say about the game before we move on to the next one? No, are you okay? Because yeah, to check you. No, okay. no I'm all right. Okay, sure, it's fine. Yeah. yeah, fine. Anything you want to say? We've got to talk about the preview for the next game. Yeah, so we've got to keep. I told you lately that I love you. <laughs> That's in your head right now, isn't it? Should we maybe just have a quick eulogy on the, on the Colts for next season? Obviously, we can't be too sorry for them because they got luck back healthy for an entire season. Mm-hmm. They've got a great O line. Mm-hmm. Marlon Mack is a good running back mm-hmm. they've got over 100 million in cap space they've got nine picks in the draft mm-hmm. I think this year was a, a year of discovery for the Colts wasn't it it was yeah. have have we got the right coaches in place with the right players where are our holes and oh. you know with nine nine picks 100 mil cap space they're going to be good next year they'll, that's, they'll that's be up there next year they'll be as good as Andrew Luck is healthy yeah, yeah. It, unfortunately, it's that simple. I mean, you can say that about any NFL healthy. team to a degree with I, I, with, I with a decent quarterback. With as long a really, as that quarterback's there, then yeah, with the top ten you know, quarterback, they're going to be better. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't, yeah. I don't think. I still think there's more than half the league that I, the quarterback doesn't make that big a difference. What you have the to be that good. Picks for the game. Oh, well, I don't know if you know this, boys, but uh, everyone bar me picked the Colts. <laughs> so, hang so on, just to recap, fanboy over there, you picked the Chiefs. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah, the Mahoma picked the Chiefs. Yes, yeah. and yes. I was absolutely right. By half time, I'd cash that money in. So, thank you very much, boys, for reminding me. 
Uh, I can't believe the... it's only now that Vinatieri's decided to start missing in the snow, to be honest. <laughs> I know. It's disgraceful. Hey, he made sure he did it for you, punk. Uh, next game, then. It's the Dallas Cowboys at the LA Rams. Dallas came up short. 22 points for them. 30 for the Rams in the Coliseum. Uh, what do we reckon? I have Is a question. Is it was shut down? I have a question. 47 yards and a touchdown? About this game. Mm. When did CJ Anderson turn into Brandon Jacobs? Well, hang on. The guy's Brandon done Jake- nothing but eat all season from the look of him. <laughs> it's huge. Yeah, yes, it unlike Brandon Jacobs, he actually could share the tackle. Well, he did, he, he did manage to run a bit as well. But, I mean, the size of him compared to how he, he was, was when he was at Denver. He was a back at one point. No, he yeah. was. He was at, in Denver when, he, when they won the Super Bowl. He was yeah. a decent, nippy running back. Yeah. Now he's just a bowling ball. 123 yards and two touchdowns on 23 carries. Good game for CJ Anderson. Massive game Clearly, for CJ Anderson. The Cowboys had a, a great front seven, but I don't think they were expecting something through the A gap. Because obviously Todd Gurley's more of a B gap to edge runner, isn't he? So mm-hmm. Absolutely. It worked pretty well. Yeah, they're they're crazy deep on offense. Whit Whitfield and, and Saffold were just <laughs> blocking everything. Mm. They 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 were just opening up lanes as wide as a motorway. Yeah. They were pass protecting Goff perfectly, so mm-hmm. he had time to make his throws. He wasn't touched in the game. I mean, I mean this is the it's vaunted mental. Dallas defense that you you yeah. certainly, James, have been um, you know talking up <laughs> well, for the last trouble. month or so, <laughs> and you know they couldn't get near him. That's not my fault. <laughs> but it's also, I think for me, their ability to adapt so quickly in the game, like. Gurley's always going to have an element of success. He's he's always going to get above 50 yards. But yeah. he was going to get just above 50 yards if they kept running him like they were first quarter. Mm-hmm. So what do you do? Like you said, they'd game plan for being outside running, um, you know, draws um, and screens. Yeah. So what do you do? You put a big lump who is shifty as well. Yeah, he's still quite quick. He's not my speed. But he's running through the middle, smashes him through, and then all of a sudden when they're tired, Gurley... Comes back in again. Comes back in again. 115 yards and a touchdown on the ground for Gurley. It's, it's similar to the, the way the Saints go about it, really. Mm, 100%. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's perfect for them. Like you say, quite rightly, they they can just shift in between and it keeps the defence like unbalanced the whole game. Mm. Mm. You look at the Rams in the regular season, how they were playing, where it was all 40 points and throwing the ball. And then you look at that game at the weekend and it was all time of possession wear out the defence, just run the ball down their necks. Mm. That's playoff football. That's proper, we know what we're doing, we're a good team. Yeah. You know. I um, I think, I know Anderson was, was stood out this weekend, but that was, they. Are, I think, in my opinion anyway, Kamara's great, and Kamara's in that conversation. You love Kamara. But I think, I do love Kamara, but Kamara's not great on, on uh, with blocking. Gurley and Elliot are the two, by in my opinion, are by far and away the two best running backs in the league because they but they do everything. They're both amazing at the backfield catching the ball. They can run routes like receivers, and they both block. Uh, have excellent blitz pickup. Yeah, I couldn't argue with that. I think to be it honest. was amazing. Can they play a few more games together before we anoint them as the uh, the chosen two? They are the chosen two. <laughs> they are Who the else chosen you two. In Bell there? would be in that conversation if he stopped messing around and started playing football. Mm. He's not going to be on your team anyway, so I'm not even bashing the Steelers. <laughs> so it's like, I mean, we don't even know if Lev Bell Here can play football. Yeah. They are the, they're the two, just as a rounded, like fully rounded running backs. It was 
great for me as a neutral watching both of those two play. Yeah, mm. I really, I really enjoyed it mm. as as a game to watch. This was my favourite game of the week. It was week. at least close for most of the game. Yeah, although and the, the Rams, it was twenty to seven at halftime. The Rams, the Rams did what we said they needed to do as well, which was stop the run. Mm. Yeah, if you shut down Ezekiel, he had twenty carries, but like I said, only forty-seven yards on the touchdown. Sue was excellent. Yeah. I thought yeah, Sue really Sue was outstanding. Um, the one thing I'd say about Aaron Donald is I've never seen a player get hold so often yeah. and not get it called I, ever. Yeah, I, I, it was redi- it was getting ridiculous. Yeah, he I was getting him, held um, at least seventy-five percent of the plays, mm. and I don't think they called it once. Yeah, I think they, I think they don't think it's fair. How good he is! <laughs> it's, um, he, I watched Fair him. And, I watched him about four or five plays in a row, and as soon as the ball snapped, he's a meter in the backfield. Yeah, as, within yeah, yeah. A, within half a second, he's so quick that you can actually see the rest flinch for the flag, thinking he must be offside. Mm. Did he lead the league in? Sacks yeah, he, he got from it. the interior. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Last last it, player to do that would have been Warren Sapp, I think. Yeah, back in two thousand two, something 2000, like that. Two thousand two. A couple of the receivers for the Cowboys put up some good numbers. Yeah, so Michael really. Gallup, 119 yards on six receptions. Amari Cooper, 65 yards and a touchdown on six receptions. The Cowboys weren't bad. No. Um, it, it was just that the Rams were better. I'm excited, actually, for the Cowboys with, with their receivers because um, it's Gallup, isn't it? Yeah. He, he looks excellent. And yeah. one thing, I've watched a number of videos on um, Cooper's get-off. And he, him at the line of, scrim, um, line of scrimmage um, and the way he's running routes now is so much more um, refined than it was with the with the Raiders. He yeah. looks fantastic. So I'm actually really excited. I know it's disappointing for the Cowboys fans and obviously same for me as a Chargers fan this weekend. But um, We'll get to that. It's um, it, uh, th- There's exciting times there because Van Der Esch was top five tackler in the league. Yeah. Ezekiel I've touched on, uh, you know, and, and mm. it seems like you two agree as well. Yeah. Um, Jim, not so much. But I think Elliot's. A, I think Elliot's in the conversation for for the best, if not you know second best, running back in the league. There's some really or third. There's some really well, or second, but um, there's some, I think there's some really real positives from the Cowboys this season. Plus, Prescott's got some more experience within the in the playoffs as well. Yeah, and that's the thing, isn't it? I mean, if if, if you look sort of the next few years, who are the teams that are going to be there or thereabouts? You're going to have to put the Cowboys in that conversation because yeah. they aren't particularly old. No, they're not. You know, they they they've got good youth on defense, good youth on offense. You know, we could see a lot more Prescott golf games in the future. Yeah, yeah, and they can go and attract free agents. Yeah, for sure. That Rams seems frightening. That they they look like they they've just got another gear as well. That it did look easy to them, didn't mm. it? It did. I think what what what's happened there as well is that the issues that they were having in the late regular season around running the ball mm-hmm. they've overcome now with that one too but yeah yeah absolutely yeah and I think the the problem for the Cowboys was that they don't play from behind they're a team that gets ahead and then keeps the lead mm-hmm. they're not they're not built to claw back a, a, a loss no I think I think you throw That's another it. top level wide receiver in the Cowboys just to give Prescott something else and you know along with Cooper and Elliot They'll be there or thereabouts. He needs a, he needs a Jason Witten again. Yeah, I was, was going to say, I don't, I don't think it's a receiver. Maybe it's, it's a tight end. You know, maybe it is. I don't know. I think they just but need somebody who can move they, they can need move someone the chains. that can move the chains, mm. definitely. Definitely. Mm. They just need another Jason Witten. Yeah. Just need one another, of the just, best just, tight ends of all time. Actually, one of them. Yeah, just a Hall of Famer, please. Thank you. 
Okay, still two games to go. Jeez. Okay, what were so, the picks on that one? Oh, come on! So, we're all interested to know who got the least. Everyone went for the Rams on this one. Even you? Uh, yeah. I'm sure you're a Cowboy fan. Mate, I'm two and eight. I'm he not, hates what? the Rams because he thinks the Rams are not <laughs> exactly. as good as the Chiefs. Well, that's true, isn't it? Well, I don't know. They're both in the same. Part <laughs> we might just find out. The playoffs. Who knows? Next up, here we go. The LA Chargers and oh. the New England Patriots. Uh, 41 points to New England and 28 to LA. No, that wasn't just the first half. That was the final it score. It wasn't even <laughs> that close, though, was it? No, it was 35-7 at halftime. King, could you walk us through this game play-by-play, play, please? Not really, no. <laughs> I don't want to. This was the most disappointing game yeah. of the weekend. Mm. Mm. This was more disappointing than the Colts-Chiefs game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we thought that was quite disappointing in terms well, of the spectacle. Well, we all had high well, hopes, didn't we? After the Chargers had, yeah. had shown, you know, really good schemes, shut and up the Ravens, shut the Ravens down. Mm. We really thought they could give the Patriots some trouble, mm. but they just didn't. They, mm. they, they, they seem very undercooked and Preach. I don't know. I don't know what what happened. No, well, <laughs> I mean, they got out coached, obviously. Now, but, yeah, they got out coached by an absolute mile. Um, you know, and you went against a team who look like they're experienced in those games um, and look ready. <laughs> looks like they've been to quite a few of these games yeah. before, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's what is this eight in a row now? Yeah. Championship, uh, championship games. Yeah, I think that's so. astounding. Um, yeah, they it's pretty they, good, but they looked arrogant <laughs> with it. They looked yeah, like yeah. right. We're we're supposed to be here. You're not meant to be here. Yeah, what and, are you doing here? And as soon as they, it looked like they imposed that on on us, and we were like, oh, oh yeah, no, we are. Do you know what's happened? Sorry, they, yeah, there you go. <laughs> here you go. Everyone's yeah. fallen into the patriot trap of writing them off, mm. and we've all done it. And they've all got bulletin board material, and mm. now they're all sat in their locker room going, look, no one rates us. We don't care. We'll just go and win the whole thing again. Yeah. And do you know what recreated that? Because st- I think that stigma started to go away. They they always do well in the playoffs and they got themselves to Super Bowls but they you know they didn't win all of them no um, but then obviously three they've lost now the, the Seahawks game the touchdown it was like oh that's fate like that's not that's not them that being a league winning, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. yeah Seahawks yeah. lost but, but the, the comeback for the Falcons game I know oh, they yeah. needed the stars to align with the old Edelman catch but all of a sudden this stigma's attached to them that do you know what, they, you're, they're never out of a game then we need to smack and then all of a sudden mm. people try too hard and they don't perform at optimum level. And okay. I think that's the problem. And I, I do think as well, it looked like they just dominated us mentally, as well as, you know, just yeah, clearly like on the, the I don't think the travelling helped either. No. I think it finally kind of caught up with you mm. a little bit. Mm. Um, nah. But it's one and two and one and nah. two now in the playoffs left, isn't it? I mean, Philly Riv just can't beat record. Brady, can he? So, you know, it's... Well, that's more to do with it, I guess. We can't put the away record... They had a seven to one away record this season. Yeah. They won in London. They won in Baltimore. It was bloody freezing last week. Yeah, but I'm, no. What I'm saying is, is after the Baltimore then. game, they went back to LA. Well, maybe that's well, what's that's stupid. The extra, done them. the extra week does help you. It so does. Oh, it massively does. It always has done. That's from, why you get it. Yeah. One from a you know a scheme standpoint, and two from a you know from a physical standpoint, you, you get to rest an extra few days, which you know helps you recoup. Um, Do you, you think know, if this was in LA, the Patriots? Would I don't have think lost. we have a home field advantage in LA, so I I don't. It, based on the performance I saw, no, I think the Patriots would have beaten us in LA. Punk. Would they have won it in LA? 
not if they played it at the 10,000 StubHub Centre or wherever mm. they're playing now. If they played it at the Coliseum, then maybe. But that's two years down the line. You'll be... I'm talking about now. The, the location made no difference to the scheme they ran, which was cover yeah. three zone. You think that Gus Bradley, he played them last AFC Championship game. I, he knows what that Patriots offense does. And they didn't, despite the fact people said they did all these kind of weird things on defense, they didn't really. They just got after Philip Rivers and shut him down. They and did stuff weird. They were trying, they not were weird third stuff. and long. They were winning the first and second down battle. So yeah. it was always third and long for the Chargers. But the, the, they didn't make it because they were trying 20 to 30 yard throws. The, yeah, well, that, that was what I was going to say. That was the, their biggest problem for me was that they were, well, one, they went away from the run far too early. Yeah. I mean, they only, I think they rushed the, the ball 10 times the whole game. Melvin Gordon had nine carries for 15 yards. Mm. That, that's, just, touchdown, that, but. that's just not enough. No. And, and then outside of that, every throw, like you say, is 20, 30 yards down the field. I mean, I know they were behind early, but they started doing that far too early, frankly. They had no intermediate or underneath throws at all. And that, that for me, was a big issue. Well, it just doesn't, it doesn't keep the defence honest, does no, it? No, exactly. And, and it wasn't what you're saying, Jim, I agree, and I kind of disagree in a sense that it wasn't weird, as in lots of teams run blitzes, yeah. but they were blitzing first and second down every time. And if you watch tape on the Patriots for that se- the whole of the season, they don't do that. So it was weird. It was weird, but for the Patriots, not basically. It was they weren't strange blitzes. They were, no. you know, corner blitzes, safety blitzes, linebacker blitzes. And it's off the back of that that they get out coached because then, you know, the the Chargers at that point are seeing that and trying to make adjustments. Well, the Patriots then just stop blitzing and start, you know, just dropping into the into the zone and everything else, which is then causing. Rivers to have absolute kittens because he, he can't get any of his receivers free. But that's what Simon's saying though is is that we we didn't adapt quick enough. No, no, definitely we, we, we were like, oh, we'll, we'll keep we'll keep keeping him in the pocket for five, uh, five and seven step drops <laughs> while they're blitzing us. Yeah, that won't get a thirty six year old quarterback smashed. Like then you, we needed to screen wide receiver bubble screens, even running back screens underneath routes like crossing routes. Get the ball out of his hands quick so they stop blitzing. Yeah. Absolutely. Agreed. There was no adjustment. No. no. It just never came. You're no. like, well, they've got to surely move. They've got to do something different now. No. They didn't. And then we were to half time. Yeah. They didn't yeah. do anything different at half, at half time. Nothing. Yeah. And then, like Punk said, they then changed the old. Um, they then changed the old deep zone defenses, played off man, and were like, yeah, go on then, throw it over the top of us. Yeah. Yeah. Funny. And on the other side, I'm not even talking about the, the Chargers' defense playing zone defense against Tom Brady, mm. is the worst it's thing you suicide. could possibly do. It's just yeah. absolute suicide. I mean, fair play to the the Patriots' O line, although it looks like Gronk now is another O lineman because they had to bring him Zombie in as Gronk. well. Yeah, just... but yeah, they they kept Brady upright. Bosa and and mm. Ingram Ingram couldn't really get anywhere near him. No. So, you know, you have to give a bit of credit there to the Patriots line. But it was just a really disappointing display from the Chargers. And that that's coaching, playing, the whole thing. Mm. You've got some of the best safeties and cornerbacks in the league. Yep. I don't know why you can't play man coverage. I don't I don't think you always want to play man against the what because of the way they play their offense, but you don't want to what you don't want to do is play zone with linebackers. 
I think we should have done what we did last week against the Ravens and had our quicker, more nimble guys playing zone. You'd have had a they also, better we struggle, outcome. Yeah, and we struggled against the run this week with linebackers playing yeah. linebacker instead of safeties. I think another thing as well is probably just like make an open field tackle once in a while. That, that was... I mean, <laughs> that, but that got stupid at one point. They're just... I mean... Mm. We, we've said a lot of stuff about the Chargers now. We should probably take a moment just to say how good the Patriots were. That's that done. So now back to the charges. Um, right. No, actually, let's talk about Sonny Michel. Uh, yeah. 24 carries, 129 yards and three touchdowns. He was a steal in the first round. Yeah. Back end of the first round this year. Rex Burkhead, four carries, 12 yards and a touchdown as well. Just the, the ground game was how Patriots set up. Mm-hmm. They established the run mm-hmm. and then they throw short passing or yeah. three yards behind the line and get yak. Yeah. But and you just fell into it again. Yeah, Brady, Brady is he's like a surgeon when you give him a lead. Uh, and, you know, if you're not playing man coverage and tight man coverage, he will just pick you apart. Yeah. And it, it might not be fun to watch, but it is so effective. And he he just makes you look stupid. It's like we say every year, though, isn't it? If you, wanna, if you don't want them to win it, stop them. Mm-hmm. Stop them from yeah, yeah. doing it, and that's always yeah. I I just I think I'm, it, it does feel like we have the same conversations year on year yeah, on year. Yeah, it's a, for me as as a Chargers fan, it was obviously disappointing, but I am just I can't believe the levels of success and for the length of time this team has had it. And if as disappointing as it was to watch my team lose against them, it felt like I was watching greatness. It was yeah. they are that much better than everyone else. Three um, drives, three touchdowns. You were twenty-one-seven down in the blink of an eye. Yeah. And you're just like, well, that's it. There's there's no way back for this team. They've not done anything on offense. They're not stopping on mm. defense. This game's over already. I'm yeah. surprised they kept Brady in for the whole game. Well, there t- that's what I do. I do like that about Belichick. And the commentary as well with Romo was quite interesting. He goes, you, you know, he was saying Belichick is a coach that says, we're here to play football. We're playing football. I don't. Yeah. I'm not, I'm just going to leave him in. To be honest, though, as well, they could leave him in because nobody got a handle him. No, that is true. And they just ran the ball. It's like the old days it. watching him, yeah. But the, Standing um, in the pocket. They're, they're, they're clinical, aren't they? That's the thing. They're, they're so good at what they do. Yeah. And like we say, people know what they do, but stopping it seems to be the hardest part. Yeah. I, I, I also like the fact that they this is the eighth, I think, in the row championship game that they're going to be in. And did you see Brady's comments afterwards? Yeah, they think these teams are going to beat us. We'll see. Like, as if they're the... like. Yeah, they're the underdog. That's what I was saying We've got a chip on our shoulder. I'm like, you've been there eight times. That's what they're doing now. How have you got a chip on your shoulder? They're taking everyone that jumped on the Chargers bandwagon, everyone that's jumping on the Chiefs bandwagon, they're literally taking that as bulletin board material and Mm. saying, look, no one wants us to win this, so Mm. let's go and stick two fingers up at them and and just win the whole damn lot. It's it's exactly what we did last season. The whole dog mask, underdogs, the whole season... Well, the whole like playoffs we were saying about how everyone was treating us like the underdogs, mm-hmm. and it really worked for us. So that's obviously what they're doing. Yeah, but I mean, no one wants to be the favourite, do they? No, so. no. Well, they did that against Philly when they read out the in the Super Bowl where they read out the parade, um, where the parade was going. Valentich <laughs> read it to him and then walked out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did like the person putting on the music in the stadium oh what bye 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 at the end bye, of the bye, game bye 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 for Bastard Boys yeah. yeah they had uh, Give It To Me Baby by uh, Rick James when they were trying to confirm a touchdown as I well I think you'll find bye 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 is actually by NSYNC but is it NSYNC it oh is. sorry it is NSYNC I don't know my boy bands like you do King no so no you that's know you're where on my I, I fall down there well I know about NFL so that's where I try and concentrate <laughs> you concentrate on the 90s boy bands that's fine I won the fantasy is that 2000 league. boy band <laughs> no, you did I not did. I did win the fantasy league oh you've... 
Jeez. Just concentrate on that as well, mate. I was, I was going to talk about Antonio Gates quickly before we moved on. Come on, let's do it. Ledge? Is he his done last, now? His last catch yeah. in the NFL was a touchdown, let's face it, you know. Oh, he's 41 yards on five receptions off eight targets. Mm-hmm. Three I mean, he never had any down. pace, but... Yeah, it was just a he joy never to... Had, he had pace when he first came in. Tiny bit. He's about 4,000 years old now, though. <laughs> it's just a joy to watch him get that on the final... If it is the final play for him. It should be, catch. I think. Uh, not because I want it to be, because he still clearly can put up numbers, but I think that if you're going to go out, go out like that. Well, he was going to mm. retire end of last season, wasn't he? He did and then retire, with yeah. the um, injury to Henry, Henry. Yeah. He, they um, phoned him up and said, look, come on, give us a few games. Any chance, yeah. Uh, what a player. He's dead cert, first ballot Hall of Fame. Yeah, I agree with that. And yeah. in, in the picks, uh, three of you went for the Chargers. That's the three people I'm looking at right now. Dave and I went for the Patriots, so I'm still 3-0. and Jim, who absolutely rakes me every week for picking the Patriots. <laughs> I went for my home team, and thank you both for trying to support me. I it appreciate works. That. Yeah, but yeah, it honestly, after watching last week, I, I truly, hand on heart, could say I believed that the Chargers would beat the Patriots. Mm. They're better players. And, yeah. you know, it just... Mm. Patriots prove once again why they are who they are. Well, if you bothered scheming properly against the Patriots, you could have a chance of beating them. But no one's done it in eight years, Jim. I think that's much easier comment to make than, than the, the reality course. of doing it. So what happens? You scheme against them. The last game you're gonna love this one, Sorry, was the Philadelphia Eagles at New Orleans Saints. It ended fourteen twenty. So what? It's my turn. So you loved it when how, the Steelers didn't how make did it the Steelers the playoffs. do in the playoffs? By see, way. see what Just, happens. Yeah. See what happens. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, you set me up and I'll smash them <laughs> out of the park. I like that all your pro bowlers won't be there next year except Juju. <laughs> Simmer down. Uh, so, yeah. The uh, Philadelphia Eagles had well, a good chance to win this game. They were in it right till the end. It was an Alshon Jeffrey yeah. through the hands howler. Yeah. I don't know how he drops that. 20-14, the final score. And, but also, of all the people you think is going to make that catch as well, mm. he would probably be at the top of the list. In the, the bottom of the so, list of who's not going to make it. No, instead of who's going to catch oh, it. Oh, who's going to catch yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, He'd be top. Or bottom of the list of those that aren't going to catch yeah, it. Yeah, he's under par. No, oh, hang on. <laughs> so, okay, yeah. Yeah, Alshon Jeffrey's got some pretty safe hands normally. Exactly, yeah. It's one of those things that, that I mean, the rest, after the second half, we just... What? All your points went in the first quarter. Yeah, fourteen I nothing. I, th- I think what happened. I'm I'm not sure it wasn't you went up to scratch. I think the Saints suddenly woke up and realised they actually do have a defence this year. Do you know what it was, Punk? Adjustments. Adjustments. You can make adjustments in the game of, of American football, and uh, that's how they managed to turn it around slowly but surely. Fully, fully were up, weren't they? Fourteen nothing first quarter. Yeah. Uh, at that point, I honestly thought they were going to go and do it. Well, yeah. Um, the Saints were playing so poorly, both on offense and defense, that it didn't look like it looked like the week off had actually harmed them, yeah. uh, and that maybe that week seventeen, where I think we discussed them resting players, was actually going to work against them. But it was it was Lattimore's interception. Followed up by the uh, one. yes, the fake punt yeah. that just completely flipped the game on its head. That that the the fake punt was the bigger one for me, and that was so annoying. <laughs> Those are annoying well, when they work. Mostly, mostly annoying because it was obvious. Yeah, I, I think it was about as obvious as a fake punt can be. 
To be fair, Sean, P- Sean Payton's yeah. got form for, yeah. for doing this exactly. type of thing. Exactly, and you've yeah. got Taysom Hill there. Like I know he's on that, you know, stands there for every punt, but mm. it just felt so obvious to me. And I was screaming at the TV, <laughs> saying, fake punt, it happened. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't best pleased. Um, and then from from there, I think we just stepped away from what we were doing well early. I don't I don't think we ran the ball enough after, sort of, we, you know, when when we started to go behind, we moved away from the run. Yeah, Smallwood looked really good yeah. in that first half, and and I was a bit surprised actually that you didn't feed him a bit more in the second half. He ended so, up with just ten carries for thirty three yards yeah, on the ground. Exactly. It's not, yeah, but they were important hard yards. It, oh, yeah, I'm not it, saying it that. wasn't it no. wasn't the volume of yards he was getting. It quality. Was, it was the quality of them. And and that he was consistently moving the chains, and I think they just started to put the pressure on Foles a bit more. Injuries hurt us as well. Not, yeah, you had the ro- rolling uh, something going on, didn't yeah. you? People going off and on. Yeah, and I mean there were there were there were a couple of big ones as well. I mean Brandon Books going down that really hurt us. Yeah, um, and then you've got a series without. Uh, Fletcher Cox and Razzle Douglas when they both went out almost on the same play. Yeah, that, it was the same drive, wasn't yeah, it? it was that, one really, yeah, that really killed us. I mean, the guy who was covering Kirkwood on their their first touchdown—I don't even know who he is. <laughs> I think the Eagles know who he is. I, I don't know. Maybe he <laughs> just like ran on because they that, noticed that we only had ten players out there. Maybe, <laughs> yeah. but I and then obviously you know Douglas came back out and I was like, I thought you know, okay, well that's going to settle us down a bit. But mm-hmm. I think they then just started hitting Michael Thomas in the second half, and he would just. Was a monster, yeah. basically. Well, he had 12 receptions on 16 targets for 171 yards and a touchdown. Should we get King started on Michael Thomas? If we wind him up enough, then he'll, he'll keep going for an hour. I love him. You t- oh, not going for an hour then. Okay. It's absolutely still, second round. Mm. Yeah, what's not to love? He is incredible. And the duo of Alvin Kamara and Mark Ingram, uh, 71 yards for Kamara, 53 for Ingram on the ground. Kamara had another 35 in the air. That came to 106 combined. Mm-hmm. You said if Kamara did 120, then it's definitely the game. All right, so he got close. You said 100. But uh, uh, that, that, you guaranteed it on 120. Do you know, do you know yeah. what the thing about that, though, as well, is early on, we really stuffed the run in a big way. Yeah. And that and that was kind of the, the, the area when, when Flex, uh, Fletcher Cox went down. I thought that started to hurt us a little bit. Because yeah, obviously well, yeah. he does that hybrid kind of pass rush and stop the run. He does that role for us, and mm-hmm. when he went down, I think they started to then establish the run a bit more, and that's probably what hurts. Ah, uh, say lovey. What one thing I add on Smallwood, and we we spoke about it earlier about blitz blitz pickup. Yeah. He is incredible at that. <laughs> he was chop chopping away, wasn't he? He is seriously good at it. There was one I forget what play it was. It was early on in the first quarter, and and they they had a um, a DB. Um, blitzing the quarterback and he just smashed the guy back it was brilliant it is nice when you see a little running back get yeah. in the way and actually make a, a proper block especially sure somebody appreciates espe- that. especially someone like him as well who is what third choice maybe fourth at the beginning mm. of the season so you know how much has he been involved in those kind of things well he should be used to it because he'll have been playing on special teams so <laughs> smashing people should be what he's all about <laughs> And that's the that's the end of the divisional rounds, boys. That's we it. know our four Done. teams into the into the championship games. In the picks, well, three of you went for the Saints. That was Denver Dave, Punk, and the King. I backed uh, the Eagles with Philly Sai. 
I was right for the first, well, for most of the game. And if it wasn't for just a ball through the hands, he let me down. You know, I feel like I've been the most let down out of anyone. Why? Because uh, last week, week, week you were so was... bad, and this week you wanted to go four and eight. Well, I was going four and eight. Yeah, yeah. You know, but you didn't. if, but you if didn't. that last drive was, <laughs> well. We were, we were all right. going four and zero at some point. Yeah, I was going four and zero on, on, on Friday night. Than you lot, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, you all you all shit out after the first game. What are you talking about? You yeah, so so it kicked we off did the well first week, game. We, we were all going yeah. for four and zero last week. We did well, which is tougher because you know it's so inconsistent. The first yeah, game. the wild card wild card games are much more much mm. more difficult to call than the mm. divisional games. It's weird, Jim, how you picked one and two, one and two, or one 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 and two, one and then not two, and that was the one that let you down. It's weird. Yes. So, for those that are keeping score, it meant that in last place was Philly Sai. One out of four, correct. That was the Rams. Uh, in joint third was... No, joint second place, I should say, is with two points, was Punk Raider and the King. And in joint first place was your humble Jim and Denver Dave. Dave must still have a... Dave went for concussion because the there's no the way Eagles. he's getting through. He's going three and one on picks. No, no, no. <laughs> when he's healthy, no way. that's why he's not here. Get well soon, my man. Is that celebrating? I, well saw, I saw him earlier today. He looks absolutely fine. By the way, sounds like he was faking it. Have you seen his face? <laughs> Gruesome. And that uh, was before that the was, accident. Yeah, that was a photo from a year ago. <laughs> And now that the division is over, mm-hmm. we've only got three games of the NFL season left. This I is don't not even fair, care. Four now. games. <laughs> <laughs> what, you count the Pro Bowl? You have to count the Pro no, Bowl. No, you don't. Yeah, you <laughs> don't. No one does. Is that the it's, meaningful it's, game of Raiders it's, fan that's It's a game within the NFL season, therefore it counts. There's four games left. Any Raiders in the Pro Bowl? I doubt it. No. Market Kings are not Cooper, anymore, I think, is he? So. <laughs> oh, Khalil Mack's definitely Khalil Mack's definitely there mm. yeah. Khalil Mack will be there yeah mm. it's just a shame he's not with the, the Raiders anymore so we've got two games <laughs> to talk about first up it's the AFC Championship game this mm-hmm. is the worst AFC Championship mm. game for you possibly I don't want either of them to win can they both lose can we just make the NFC game the Super Bowl please Char- put the Chargers in well if the Chargers earned it then uh, they'd still be there so it's the white hot Kansas City oh. Chiefs at home to the New England underdog Patriots. It's what we're going to have to call them now, I guess. So, uh, what's happening in this game, boys? I've got no idea. <laughs> I've, I've, got, I've got an idea about one thing that's happening in this game. What's that? Jim's picking the Chiefs. Ooh. Mm. Well, passing touchdowns this season, Patrick Mahomes 41. Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers combined, 41. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't how many, su- how how many Super Bowls have the other two got? <laughs> How many playoff wins they all got? Well, you know, it's Mahomes' first full season, so, mm. you know. I would suggest it's going to be cold in Kansas City. Yeah, I guess they're used to it as well. So, the weather can't be a factor. I wouldn't have thought so. It can't be a factor. Well, not... Could well, it be a factor? Well, okay, but no more so for the Chiefs than for the Patriots. I don't know. Pay- I don't know uh, enough about the seasons over you have to work to, out how cold it is in Kansas City. freezing in Kansas City. It's about yeah, minus, na- minus how often 12. Is it, cold? Was, it was snowing before the game last week. It'll be about minus 12 kickoff mm-hmm. for the game. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a bit brisk. Mm. 
fresh. Mm. Yeah, but the Chiefs can handle that. They're used to that. Chiefs are used to that. Patriots are used to that as well. So that's not really. That's what I'm saying. It's not. It's not a a difference. Does it come down to talent or does it come down to coaching? I'm. I've got a sneaky feeling it's going to come down to coaching. Okay. Well, that's obvious where you're going then. Because one, one but, coach is only really I, I still oh, well this is my this is my coach. question yeah, who never wins in who, the playoffs well he absolutely does he wins in the playoffs absolutely he never just, wins he just always Alex Smith <laughs> he with, just always chokes at some point in the playoffs yeah. with Alex Smith no with Donovan McNabb for oh, about four Super Bowl 40 before years. that happened yeah once he got to yeah. one Super Bowl and got to four championship games with Donovan McNabb yes choked in every single one. He did do that. He they did. weren't even Fine. close. The ones he lost. Keep going. <laughs> Look at him. You're so defensive about the Chiefs. I'm just saying, you're writing off Andy Reid as he's one of the most experienced coaches in the league. Have yeah, but he's going up against him as well. Yeah, but much with... better than Belichick's. Hmm. What? Yeah, the, 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 the coaches that have been. The have, have oh been right, okay, the tree. Andy yeah, Reed. maybe. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. I. <sighs> I don't want to pick this game. I really don't. I got no idea. I got no idea because everything is telling me the Patriots is going to beat beat them. But Every- at the same time, the <laughs> no, Chiefs no, no, are no. so stacked. I, I, I sit I there and I look at it and I go player for player. The Chiefs should should win this. 100%. There's there's absolutely no way that the mm. Patriots should be able to score enough points to mm. keep up with the yeah. Chiefs. Mm. But also, Brady and Belichick are going to Brady and Belichick. But well, having said pay- that. This will be the second time they've played this season. Uh-huh. First game was in... 43-40 in Foxborough. Foxborough, 43-40. Uh-huh. Well, if Mahomes is doing that at their place, mm-hmm. surely he can get an extra couple in at home. You reckon that them playing them twice is a benefit to the Chiefs and not the Patriots? I... I no, but Chiefs I got that the game, server so it in should his head, be. Belichick's it should part. be, but you know, I mean, you know the way as much as I do. With with Belichick, he will have some weird and wonderful plan mm-hmm. for absolutely nullifying Kelsey. I don't Hill, know. To, I honestly don't know who to choose. Watkins? No, I don't. I'm just talking to try and convince myself to go <laughs> one way or the other. After Let's that, go with the dead search, Jim. You're going with the Chiefs. Wait, wait, wait. After the Chiefs-Patriots game, the Chiefs players said they felt they'd left something on the field. They, they were looking for... They thought they'd play the Patriots again mm-hmm. the season it's come to pass. Mm-hmm. And they're back at home. Once you've played them once, you're still with the Chargers and the Ravens. You can lose the first time. It came down to a uh, Goskowski field goal to get the, the difference mm-hmm. maker. I, I, well, I'm, you I know don't care I'm about going. the score in the first game. I no, don't care who wins. But 43-40 means that both players are going to be able to score. Mm-hmm. You would think. Yeah. But which coach do you trust to stop the other team more than the... <laughs> it comes down to that though, doesn't it? Not Surely. always. Not always, because sometimes it comes down to a bit of magic. Either side. And both quarterbacks have got the opportunity to do that. True. True. I, I think that if you were looking at a more erratic Patrick Mahomes, if he was a guy that threw up a load of interceptions, mm-hmm. then I'd say there'd be no contest. But he does not make too many stupid mistakes with the ball yeah but we were saying earlier that he's now starting to get a bit cocky with these no look passes and left handed <laughs> passes that was weeks ago and this week it was this week this week he did one yeah because he, had, he, well, was he did one so of each he went Colts. one left handed one no look yeah but he was up and I'm now I. you can do it when you're up but not can against you, the Patriots you can't do it against the Patriots, Patriots. Right. but he was against so the Colts who weren't coming back is he oh, I don't know I, I don't want to pick this this game is horrible 
Tea hate gamut. the Chiefs and I hate the Patriots. Uh, I, I'm, I don't know either. Um, my 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 head tells me that I don't know how you go against the Patriots because they're like everything what they you know that they do. But I don't really want them to win, and part of me <laughs> want, part of me wants to just go with the Chiefs because it you know they you know, they deserve it more. Frankly, they're more entertaining. Well, yeah, and also if the Patriots are going to come in and nick our like underdog story, I'm <laughs> even going to you know hate them even more. <laughs> you don't own the underdog story. Yeah, so. no, we we do. Yeah, the, the, yeah, the, the, yeah, we do. Yeah. <laughs> Is there no shelf life on that one? No, yeah, <laughs> forever now. All right. So, okay. so King, are you going Patriots then? Is I'm that what's happening? I'm not picking. What did Dave You've got go? a pick? If you had Dave's picks, yeah, I've had Dave's picks. What's what did Dave pick? Pick the Patriots. That makes it worse. Yeah. <laughs> See, I actually don't hate the Patriots, but I still want the Chiefs to win. <laughs> I don't hate the Patriots. Cause I, 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 I hate do Patriots hate either. the Patriots. I hate the pa- these, these. These are the two, I two I think won clubs that... There's a difference. I just, no. Really? Do I honestly have to pick this? Yeah. Pa- I'm going Patriots. <laughs> Can I pick the ref? <laughs> so the Patriots. I'm, go- I'm, I'm going Patriots. <laughs> I'm going Patriots. No home field refs. I'm 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 leaning Patriots as well. So you got to decide. You going Patriots? I'll yeah? go Patriots. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go Chiefs. And I've made my <laughs> and I've made my mind up on on one thing now. Andy Reid was a was an Eagles head coach before. Why not? Let's back the man. <laughs> So the Chiefs are now your team for the playoffs. Right when his player loses, or hit laugh, he'll laugh at us if his team, his player wins. Boyfriend, player. I'm going to laugh at him either way. Yeah, I can understand where you're coming from. Actually, saying you're now going to support Andy Reid, I I can get. I need to if I need to pick a team out of the two. That is the one got connection to Andy. That's the one reason Mm -hmm. I'm going to go with. Mm -hmm. Not that they both they're on the East, no. For the East Coast team, just up the just up the road. Well, he's, no, it's no dog, is it? No. I mean, this is an NFC no. fan that's yeah. talking about the AFC Championship <laughs> game. No, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll stick with the Patriots. Okay, I'm, shock us all, Jim. I'm going to go with Mahomes. the new. No, I'm, not. I'm going to go with the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> Damien, the Kansas City Patriots. Yeah, Damian Williams has stepped that. into that breach and has done such a good job. He played so well last week. Mm-hmm. Um, it's they. They scheme well for a good running back. He is a good running back. Even Daryl Williams got a, a touchdown in the, the game last weekend. So I think they've got the, the option there to run it through the middle on New England, which you do need. You need to have a balanced offensive play. And they've got that. So I'm going for the Chiefs. Because I want that to be the way it happens. <laughs> second game. Second game then. It's the Rams against the Saints. In New Orleans... We thought this was going to happen. I'm looking forward to this one a lot more. They played each other back in week mm. eight. Uh, the Saints beat the Rams 45-35 in New Orleans that time. Mm-hmm. So come on in. That was what's happening there. That was that was the pass happy Rams. Yeah. That yeah. Was, Where is it in New Orleans? Yeah. It's in New Orleans. Yeah. yeah. So First I, place, second seed in both AFC and NFC Championship games. This this could be an absolute barn burner of a shootout. Or, or <laughs> it could be a six-three, which is what you want. Which is what I want. It's what I always want. Um, again, it's pick a flip a coin. Yeah. You know they're 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 so similar. 
in the makeups of their offense. They're very similar in the way they play defense. I'd probably give the edge to the Rams on defense, mm-hmm. just because they've played that little bit higher on a more consistent basis. Uh, you know, if Donald and Sue have the same game or a similar game to the one they had against the Cowboys, then you know the Breeze is going to be having nightmares. Mm-hmm. So, and I think the Eagles showed the way on on how you can get through that O line. So, you know. It's 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 going to be won and lost in the trenches. I think this one, to be honest, mm-hmm. and it's whoever whoever gets gets control of that O line D line will will be the team that comes out on top. Okay, I agree with you completely. <laughs> How many times did Jared Cook get touched this weekend? Jared, Jared Goff. Kirk. Jared, Jared Goff. Kirk was amazing. <laughs> Jared Kirk was was great. Jared Goff wasn't touched. Wasn't touched at all against the Cowboys defense. Okay. And Aaron Donald and Sue play on the other, yeah, on the other side of the ball. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll go with the Rams. That's an easy one for me. It's easy one against the Saints in New Orleans. Yep. But 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 Kamara, but 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 Ingram. I like Kamara. Thomas. I like I like Kamara. I like Thomas. Um, Ingram's right. You like you like the Saints' offense. You don't like their defense as much. I don't like their defense as much. You like like that offense. And I think that. I like like those two players, hundred <laughs> percent. I think they're fantastic. Um, but I I think if there's a team that has the ability to nullify both of those, it's a team that has Akib Talib and Marcus Peters at cornerback, and a team that has Aaron Donald and um, and Dominican Sue up front. I, I I just think that they can they if if anyone can do it, they can negate both those. You're not concerned then that Michael Gallup put over 100 yards up over him. Amari Cooper got. Over sixty yards and a touchdown on them. The Rams, no, because they loaded the box. The Rams' D backs have to be disciplined. They can't do what Peters was doing against the Cowboys, where he was just busting coverages and missing open field tackles and yeah. this, that, and the other. They're gonna have to be sound. You know, Michael Thomas is is gonna run past you and catch the ball if you're not on your game. Um, so, I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. My my concern about the Rams would be the defensive backfield, mm-hmm. and and whether or not they're disciplined enough to actually stick to the game plan rather than well, especially as make Marcus it up Peters as they go along. Rolled up based off the interview <laughs> I saw about him talking about Sean Payton. I'm more worried about the uh, the Rams linebackers. I think that there's the soft spot where you're going to start getting those passes into Thomas and and get yards after the catch. I don't know. I think they're a little underrated. Barron's decent. Barron had a really good game against the Cowboys, I mm. thought. I mean, he is slightly undersized, but... But I think that helps because he's quick. It, it helps him get through those well, skinny like gaps, Barron doesn't well. it? I'm just saying that I think they, they're too eager to come down into the box. Yeah. And I think they'll, they'll vacate the space they should be covering. Drew Brees has got to have a habit of picking you apart mm. if you're not disciplined. And that's the one thing I'd say against the Rams is they don't really seem that disciplined on defense. No. They allow... For all their, all their star names, they allow a lot of points every game. They do rely on the on the offense to, to it's outscore they the score opposition. points so quickly. Their defense on the field for ages. If they're good enough, they'd get them three and out, wouldn't they? Hmm? If the what? defense was that good, they'd just get them. Three when and everyone out. else has like thirty plays on defense, <laughs> and they have like fifty. But if they three and out the offense, they get some. Yeah, you're plays. not going to do it. Every you're not going to three and out every single. Plus, series. you're saying that every. T- you're not. Listening, Plus, if you, are you put up forty points in the first half, you're going to play a second team anyway. Aren't you? <laughs> Anyway, who are you right, going so, for? Go on. I'm going. A lot I'm, of disrespect on the Saints. I, I, 
I have respect for the Saints. I mm. think they are a better team than they have been for a good couple of years. I think their defense is better than probably any Saints team I can remember, to be honest. Okay. Uh, having said that, I just think the Rams are better better all-round as a football team. And I think the Rams... As they, I can still get half of my Battle of LA Super Bowl in. I'm gonna, I'm gonna back the Rams. <laughs> okay, so uh, I'm, I'm quite confident on this one. I'm gonna go for the Saints. Okay, yeah. <laughs> it's in New Orleans. That's a big thing for me. It I is? actually think offensively these teams are very similar. I know we said it earlier on, in particular in the run game, but there are two massive pluses on the the Saints side: Thomas and Breeze. Mm-hmm. I think they edge them ahead of the the Rams and I think they're good enough on defense and I think that experience throughout the you know the team and the coaching staff I think can get them there so that is why I'm going for the Saints and okay. also I said the Saints to win the Super Bowl from the beginning of the season so I should probably now <laughs> stick to it yeah you're still having, there now. De- having deviated from it last week for obvious reasons <laughs> well uh, Dave's gone for the Saints oh. I knew you'd love to hear that so. Sorry, mate. King, do you want to make your decision now? He made, made it about yeah. a, a minute Rams. in. Did you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. First, first thing he yeah. said was Rams. Oh, I thought he was still hedging bets. No. No, he, he, said, he said the Rams then started dribbling over the mic. Over oh, Aaron that's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> See, for, this is a bit weird for me because I think the Rams have got more chance of beating the Saints... But if the Patriots get through the Super Bowl, I trust the Saints. But to you beat the don't Patriots think the Patriots the are the... getting through to the Super Bowl? You think the Chiefs? No, are No, I'm just saying, just in, case, just in case. You're just hedging all your bets. I'm just telling you, right? If it does come down to a Patriots Super Bowl, I think that the Saints have got a better chance against Brady than Jared Goff has because Jared Goff can be baited into mistakes, whereas Breeze can't really be baited into mistakes. Because he's seen it all. That's that's fair. That's fair. But, I but mean, you, you game, are simplifying it a little. Well, I have to try and dumb it down for you know for myself more than anything else. And it, but in this game, I think that the Rams have enough to cover off Michael Thomas. Just about if you can double team him, you've taken away an awful lot of the the Saints' offense. They just don't have enough of a spread on receiver. Um, I do like Smith. I think he's a good rookie. Um, it's, it's a bit too soon for him. So, as much as I don't really fancy the Rams to win it all, because I don't think the Rams can win the Super Bowl, I think that they can beat the Saints. I'm pick- oh, I can't believe I'm picking the bloody Rams. I'm picking the Rams, is what I'm saying. <laughs> you certain? No, not at all. <laughs> not at all, because the Saints, the, club. the Saints could easily win at home. That's that's where they're strongest. And they were the number one I seed. mean, that's that's the one thing we haven't really factored in, is is the Saints' home crowd. No, so you yeah. said about it a little bit, but... Yeah, that dome does get loud. Oh, absolutely. I mean, they, they've got every if they, if they get up early and you know the Rams are struggling a bit, then yeah, it can be a pretty brutal place to play as a quarterback. Mm. So, uh, well, I think even we saw if the if the Rams get up early, all it needs is a big turning point like the interception, yeah, the fake the fake punt, and then they're super loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that, that that's why one of the keys for me was was the. I think they should both be very good games, to be honest. I think they should both be close games. I was a bit disappointed with the divisional weekend in that really uh, none of the games were really that close when you actually kind of boiled them down. And I mean, obviously the Chargers got blown out completely. 
the, the, wow. <laughs> well, the, the they Saints did. Eagles they did down, get blown out completely. Thirty-five seven at half. Saints time Eagles is, was down to the last drive, and that was just Saints Eagles miss. was close, and and you know, but everything else really. All right, Cowboys rounds was close for a while, mm. but I don't think this was the greatest round of games. To be honest, I I, I think they promised a lot more than they delivered. I, pre- I think we can guarantee it's not going to be a 6-3 over these two games. I don't think I'm so. I'm seeing but, high scores on both of these ones. I would love it if it was. Oh, no. <laughs> no, thank Ramp you, sir. Ramp the tension up. <laughs> so there we go. Those are the picks for the championship game. We've done the review of the divisional game. Next week, it's uh, pod number 100. Ooh. As we will know which two teams are going to be fighting it out in Atlanta. Do you know that the uh, Saints-Patriots Super Bowl would be the worst thing for an Atlanta crowd to deal with, wouldn't it? <laughs> it really would. It really, really would. Uh, yeah, so hopefully next week we'll also get Denver Day back off IR for the Big 100. Until next week, though, guys. I've been Jim. That's been Punk Raider. That's been Philly Side. That's been The King, and thank you so much for listening. Yeah.